Hello and welcome back to Myth Takes. I am here. Uh, this is Morgan Spatola, and I am joined by Max Newland, uh, who you can also hear on Insanely Haunted and Zenkai Boost. Uh, I'm Beth Lindley, and I host uh, Buffy Speak. Not for much longer, but I do. Um, the Fourth Journal and Apollolesma. My name is Alex Taylor, and I am on the show Journey Under 30, and I guess Monster of the Week counts for all of us at this point. Yeah. It or sure myth takes. does. Myth takes, yeah, totally. Myth takes, yes. Find us all on this show. You found yes. us. Congratulations. <laughs> you found us. Great job. <laughs> you win an episode that we're going to do right now for you. <laughs> all right. So last time we were here with us all. Uh, we met Palace and Pete, uh, the celebrity dream couple, and um, <laughs> the literal sitcom. Yeah, and uh, Buck met up with them in sunny Phoenix, Arizona, to go investigate something that they had no idea what was going on. Uh, went to a weird uh, HOA-ridden um, <laughs> new development complex, complex neighborhood, and found out that there's a kid missing and also a creepy ice cream man that also has mysteriously gone missing at the same time. Um, and then they met up with Officer Calhoun uh, and we left off when they were knocking on the door of the house of one of the witnesses. And that is where we will pick up. So Officer Calhoun knocks on the door. Uh, and real quick, the door is about to open, but where, what's our standing order by the door? Where's everyone standing? Uh, Palace is in the back, like behind, behind the officer, behind Pete and Buck. She's just kind of, uh, bringing up the rear. I think that's where she feels the safest. Okay. Yeah. And Pete's definitely not like on the stoop or anything either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Buck is probably standing like behind the officer because he's not it, he maybe looks a little more convincing than Palace and Pete but he's also not a police officer so yeah. he'd probably be standing behind off to the side but still with an eyesight alright uh, so the door opens up a crack uh, and a middle aged man uh, you know is peeking through and he's like uh, can I help you and Officer Calhoun says, oh, hey, it's, my name's Officer Calhoun. I'm investigating the disappearance of uh, Tim Hadley. And uh, I understand that uh, your children might have seen something. I was wondering if I could speak to you or possibly try to speak to them. And he says, oh, well, I uh, I don't think you should speak to them right now. But it's uh, it's real weird because uh, Sarah, my, my daughter, she said that she saw uh, the ice cream truck going into the, the new development area a couple blocks down uh, a few few days ago. I think it was the same day that uh, Timmy disappeared. And so she did. She mentioned that because she wanted to know if there was anyone that would buy ice cream over there. And I, just, I thought that was kind of weird. But uh, but I think that's all we're going to be able to tell you, uh, uh, officer. <clears throat> palace uh palace kind of pokes well i guess she shouldn't poke her head up because she's probably taller than just about <laughs> all of them um 
but she uh, kind of forces her way in between um, Buck and Pete, and she says, do you know the Tony? (laughs) (laughs) And he definitely gives you a look, and he says, "Uh, yeah, Tony, the the ice cream guy, haven't seen him around, but yeah, I guess, I I don't know. I don't know what happened with him. It's kind of a little creepy. He always was a, a pretty cool dude and seemed to care about the kids a lot, but now I just uh, not too sure about that. So Buck kind of inches a- around Palace a little bit just to get a little bit more in front of her like he was before. Uh, and when was the last time you saw Tony? Or like saw him like around the kids or just in the area? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I guess it's a little hard to tell because I, I usually just see the truck and just assume he's in there, but and the truck's just been sitting there. Sure. But, uh, but uh, I think the last time I saw him was probably uh, uh, th- uh, three or four days ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, is that, excuse me, sorry, Pete, uh, Pete's the name. Um, would that be around the same time uh, y- your little one saw uh, Timmy? last time also you know what now that i think about it i I think i think maybe yeah it was yeah it's uh real real weird huh it's kind of kind of creepy if you know what i mean yeah you know what they say about uh, ice ice cream truck drivers yeah you know that they're all they're all creeps so the whole lot of them (laughs) horror movies palace trains in (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and now he's looking at you guys and he's like uh right well officer uh thanks for your time i uh i gotta go and he just like shuts the door and then officer calhoun turns to you guys and is like uh okay i guess i'm gonna check in with him later i uh all i think that went great that went that was really good <laughs> okay i'm gonna go thank you <laughs> <laughs> Officer Calhoun's like, um, all right, I'm going to go and uh, take this down in my notes and uh, do some reports here. Sounds like I need to get a warrant on that truck. Uh, I guess I will see you guys around. Uh, Buck, was it? It was Buck? Yes, Buck Harrison. All right. Do you have like a cell phone number or something? Yeah, sure. And I just gave him my phone number. Okay. And he... I guess puts it into his phone, sure. And then he hands you his card, and there's a cool. cell phone on there. All right, I'll uh, check in with you guys later then. He's looking at you guys kind of weird. <laughs> he leaves. Yeah, we're definitely going to get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Not if we get this done quickly. Well, what what do we got? Palace uh, looks back at the truck, and she says, the truck was heading into an uninhabited area. We should probably go there then. Let's go. Yeah. Go team. You see, you notice just, I don't know, in the background as you're heading over there, the uh, police car drives off. He's off to go do something not at the neighborhood, I guess. And um, so you're walking over to the new development area. And uh, as you turn the corner, uh, you see 
Um, a, I wrote something here. <laughs> um, a pristine tan stuccoed house with rounded terracotta roof tiles sits in the center of the cul-de-sac, uh, surrounded by partially constructed husks of homes and empty dirt lots. Battered yellow bulldozers, excavators, and trucks sit abandoned, guarding their empty house frames and cement foundations. The hot desert air has choked out any chance of a breeze, but a for sale sign swings gently on a fat white post in front of the model home. There's nobody around. I'm going to suggest we check out the model home. All right. So as you're walking over to the model home, go ahead and roll um, an investigate a mystery for me. Okay. That was a five. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Does anyone else want to roll that? I will. Okay. Please. The one time I've done this, it came out real good. And that is a two. Oh my God, you guys. Snake Pete, save us. Uh, so Pete sees that um, that Buck and Palace are investigating. So he's he kind of feels like they have it under control uh, at the model home. So he's like just sort of scanning. He would be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's the assumption he's made. So he's just sort of scanning... Uh, the the scenery here uh, and trying to see if there is anything kind of, I don't know, if there's anything supernatural about what his surroundings are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've rolled a 10. Oh, good. On <laughs> Finally, Thank you. some of us. <laughs> Let's see. On an investigative mystery, on a, plus ten, on a 10 plus hold two. So I get two questions here. Um, and I would like to know, of course, first, what happened here? Okay, so what happened here? So you are, wait, what are you looking at aside from the model home? Like where are you just looking at like the construct, like the houses yes. that are being constructed or, okay. Uh, like okay. the construction equipment and the, the heavy machinery and all that. Okay, so you um, see some, uh, some footprints like kind of just mm. around the area, but they're not like what you notice is that they are not boot footprints they're just like regular old shoes and like this so that's weird because normally in a construction site you would see boots walking around and these are just like normal looking shoes and boot prints look very specific so you can tell us they're not boot prints so mm-hmm. it's like one set of footprints though yeah just one mm-hmm. <laughs> it's weird never mind so, so there were a lot probably there was somebody... where zeus carried you yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so the, the other question i'd like to ask Okay. Um, is what was it going to do? What was it going to do? Okay, so I actually have the perfect way to answer that. Um, you suddenly um, there is a little twinge of your your spidey senses. Uh, something is being hunted right now uh, that definitely should not be. And as you make that realization. You suddenly hear screaming the next street over. What do you do? Palace is is out of the house immediately. She's bolting. Running towards the screaming? Yes. Um, she doesn't wait for the two of you. She doesn't <laughs> particularly care if you come or not. Do you guys follow? Yeah, I think she got it handled. What do you, what do you say, Pete? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um... <laughs> let's go let's go yeah 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 (laughs) okay so it's fairly obvious where the screaming is coming from there is a a house 
located on the cul-de-sac i don't know which house it is it's one of the houses um it doesn't matter anyway um so (laughs) the door of the house is slightly ajar um and you hear the screaming coming from inside you go in uh yes okay what about uh pete and buck I'm going to keep following. I mean, I think Pete will keep following so long as uh, Buck is also interested in following. I think it's okay. sort yeah. of a like he's in the back. Yeah. So Buck has a moment where he thinks maybe I should call the officer, but he doesn't want to call in that favor just yet because he mm-hmm. doesn't know what's going on. So he's mm-hmm. going to go. He's going to go into the house before he does anything else. Okay. Um, so you run through the unlocked door and they are everywhere large fat grubs the size of your foot. They inch around at a frightening pace, encircling a screaming woman who brandishes a broom in self-defense. A man lays on the floor a few feet away, his eyes blank with shock. His skin is sheet white and flecked with sweat. His hands are pawing at the floor wildly, knocking into grubs that then skitter away. On his exposed calf, you see the shiny yellowish carapace of a grub half submerged in his flesh. It (gasps) it wriggles in deeper every few seconds as Mr. Hadley's slackened mouth, sorry, I just gave you his name, uh, sucks in air (laughs) like a dying fish. What do you do? Um, Palace is going to uh, start um, stabbing them as if she were uh, like fishing with a spear in a in a lake or something like that. Okay. So she takes her spear. Is that uh, would that be acting under pressure or that is kick some ass? I kick believe. Kick some ass. Yeah. Uh, I lost my oh god freaking thing. What is it plus? Oh Tough. yeah. Tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got plenty of that. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, that's a five. <laughs> What's your tough? It's uh, it's a four plus one. Oh, okay. So you are trying to stab at these little guys, but weirdly, they're super fast. Like they're inching around, <laughs> which is weird, but like they're doing it so fast. So it's kind of hard for you to uh, to get them, and um they kind of notice that you're trying to attack, and so they kind of start moving away from the woman and swarming toward you. Pete! Uh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, help! Pete Pete is paralyzed, uh, oh, kind of. No. Uh, so he's going to take a, take a beat, and instead of immediately flocking to Palace's side, uh, I'd like to read a bad situation to see what my best move is. Okay. So I'm rolling plus sharp. I got an eight on a seven to nine hold one, and I can ask a question. And my the question I'm dying to know is, are there dangers we haven't noticed yet here? So you see, so there is a window kind of behind the woman that looks out into like the side of the house. Um, and you do see the back of a man running off. Um, he's wearing a uh, like a white, like a crisp white shirt and white pants, black shoes, much similar to what you would see like your typical ice cream man uh, wearing. And he's kind of like lurching as he's running, but he's going off the other direction. So, but that's it. Otherwise it's just these larvas. Buck, I'm thinking you should, I'm thinking you should maybe. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm going to call it. Give me a sec. So I, I, I call officer Calhoun. I just casually ring him up. <laughs> uh, hello. And the lady screaming in the background. Um, is everything, is everything okay? 
going no, on? so there are there are a lot of things happening right now. We have um, grubs in the house. <laughs> we have a lady screaming. We, we I think I saw the ice cream guy run off. So we need help. Uh, okay, I'll be right there. So he hangs up. So he's on his way. So then, so one of us should. Sh- I'm wondering if one of us should go after that the ice cream should guy. Should be the guy who's really fast. Probably. <laughs> Okay. Would you like? Do you, do you have any weapons or anything on you? Uh, yes. Pete, okay. Uh, Pete keeps a uh, Pete keeps a, bl- a brass knuckles in his pocket. Oh, damn! Which, which Buck would probably nice. have known from the last time they worked together. Perfect. Um, so he yeah. just sort of flashes those on his way out, um, and <laughs> fucking is it's like waves with them in his hand. Uh, after what's his name? After Tony. Okay. Um. Palace is, um, Palace, uh, decides to, cause nobody's talked to these people yet. We just kind of, <laughs> kind of burst into their home. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, after Palace's failed attempts to, uh, to try and kill these, these grubs, um, she, she kind of tries to st- step on as many as possible. And I think she probably gets like one or two, maybe, um, before getting to the woman who is screaming and she puts her hand on her shoulder and says, stop. And the lady (laughs) looks at you and is whimpering and she does stop screaming, but she's whimpering. And as you do that um, from behind, a grub jumps up at you on your exposed leg. And I did a roll that is a nine. Um, Okay. So he's going to latch on to your leg unless you're able to stop him. So what do you do? Great question. Um, let me see if any of my special things can help in this situation. Okay. Um, well, this is your call, but I do have a mortal name. Um, my uh, exploits are so legendary that my name strikes fear into monsters and minions. Do they have enough capacity to know my name? They are not smart enough to know your name. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Well, um, can I help out? Yeah, totally. Is if that you, cool? Yeah, yeah, you can do that. If you okay. fail, she's going to suffer damage. But yeah, for sure. Shoot. Um, Beth, did you have did you have anything in mind? Because I don't um, want to like step on your toes or anything. No, honestly, I was just going to make her stab her own leg and try and get it out. <laughs> I would probably still take harm, but hopefully it would be less. <laughs> Uh, no, I didn't have anything in particular. So then I'm going to try and help out. I am going to, so this is going to be a, actually, I think I have a skill for this. Let me see. Oh, medic. So that is roll cool to heal someone, but you're not hurt yet. So I guess it would just be help out. Um, all right, let me try. That's going to be a, come on, random.org. So that is that plus, so I got a seven. That's a mixed success. Yeah. So um, you are able to knock it off of her leg, but not before it does do one harm. So you got a nice, nasty, circular bite in your leg right now. Um, so go ahead and mark one harm, Palace. Mm-hmm. Done did it. Um, and she... we will we'll get to Pete in a second. Sorry, I just want to make sure everyone oh, knows. Okay. That. Not ignoring uh, that. <laughs> uh, is there anything we can do for the guy that currently has a uh, grub in his leg 
yeah, there. I mean, or it's in his like, leg, so maybe taking it out could help. But it is like halfway in there, which is horrible. <laughs> yeah, truly, I hate it. <laughs> so then, I'm wondering, because uh, I don't know what the best course of action would be with that. What? Because I don't know if it's like clamped onto anything in him. Because, like, say right. if. Palace were to stab it and pull it out, would that potentially damage something else? But then what would yeah. that be compared to him having a grub like buried <laughs> buried under his leg? Yeah. And the only thing the only thing things I have on me are firearms, and that wouldn't be great. <laughs> Just start shooting them. <laughs> yeah. Die, die, die. <laughs> Can I um I guess um read a bad situation? Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Damn it. Okay, it's a five. Um, plus uh plus sharp, which is one, which is still a failure. So go ahead and mark experience. Oh geez, I didn't do that for the last time. Is this the second time I've done that? This is a... Yeah. Okay, um two XP. Okay. Um, so since you weren't really able to figure that out, I will uh well whatever they're swarming you guys now so um another one although you buck you were able to knock that one off another one you know jumps up to try to take its place and one also goes for you buck uh so i'm gonna roll for both of those guys holy crap okay all right so the one that went for palace that was a 10 so um He's going to go ahead and uh, take another one harm. Um, And he is attached to your leg right now. Um, And then for Buck, you have... That was an eight, so he did not get you. Sorry, you said I took another one harm? Yeah, you took another one harm. And he's he's on you, the little guy. Um, (sighs) Fantastic. So you're going to want to get him off, probably. Two harm. Okay. Um... Hey, Palace, I'm thinking maybe we should grab these folks and get out of the house. I agree. Okay. Let's... And um, so Palace, uh, Palace reaches her hand out to the woman and said, can I carry you? And she just nods. So um, Palace kind of slings her onto her back and she's careful to lift her, her legs up so that she's not touching the ground because she doesn't know what kind of... Uh, um, effect it could have on her and just sprints out of the back door with with her on her back the back door so you're gonna go in the backyard uh hmm you guys came in through the front it's up to you right we came in through the front yeah um maybe the front would be a better idea because then the officer could get there faster so leaving you through the front then okay uh Sprinting through the field of grubs and uh, like cursing through the door. Okay. Whew. Buck is going to pick up the uh, the injured man and just same thing, just book it out of the house. Okay. Um, this guy is pretty heavy, so go ahead and roll a act under pressure for me. That is a I am. So act under pressure that is a cool so that was that plus so that was a nine plus two okay yeah you're good you're you're able to scoop him up and i mean not like honeymoon style but maybe he's able to limp on one leg maybe yeah and you get him out of the house um 
palace, the grub is still on your leg and it hurts like a fucking bitch. It feels like fire going up your leg. Um, go ahead and take a, another one harm. Ooh. Oh my gosh, okay. So uh, she, um, so from what you described, it sounds like it's getting hard to stand. Um, so she kind of, as gently as she can, she lets the woman down onto the grass and she turns around um, and takes her, uh, she has a uh, short sword mm -hmm. and she sticks it. Is the grub, is it like blob-like? What is it? What's its consistency? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's like football shaped and it has like a, a hard shell, but would be hard, okay. like, well, like a hard ish, like a crunchy shell and then soft on the inside, probably. <laughs> Tasty. You know, like, like a roly-poly? Like a delicious dessert. Yeah, maybe a roly-poly okay, bug. <laughs> <laughs> like a delicious, uh, it's like those ones in the Lion King that always look so yeah, good. Yes, oh, yeah, it's just like that. That's the consistency. Hakuna Matata. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, she, uh kind of um she takes um yeah okay she unties part of her boot takes a leather strap out puts it in her mouth and bites down oh god okay and she um takes her sword and tries and shoves it she can see um and feel free to you know step in if this is this is uh too uh OP, I guess, but she shoves her sword in between what she can, what she thinks is the shell and like the fleshier side, mm -hmm. and tries to pry it open or pry it off because she she feels like that will maybe be easier to get mm -hmm. um, to remove. Okay, go ahead and roll a. I think that would be an act under pressure just because yeah. that's hard operation. Oh yay! Um, so that is a ten plus one eleven. Okay, perfect. So you shove your sword in, it kind of squeals in pain and, and unlatches from your leg and you flop it off to the side and it sits there lifeless. Um, but unfortunately for you all, uh, the grubs are following you out the door. Um, I will read a bad situation. So kay. I'm going to do one of these. Plus, okay, so I got a 10. Okay, um, so, then, so I'm just going to tell you, um, you sure. see that there are a about uh, seven of these left. Um, and they're kind of inching out the door towards you guys. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. Um, I am going to kick some ass. Okay. So I have... Do you oh, have a gun? I have a, I have a couple, actually. I have an assault <laughs> rifle and a nine millimeter. Nice. So I'm going to take the assault rifle and I'm going to tell everyone God. to yell, cover your ears, and then just unload on them. <laughs> Okay. Holy shit. <laughs> All right, cool. So I, I'm not lying. That was a 12. Okay. Uh, oh, how my much, God. How much harm, <laughs> harm does that do? So there's a three harm, and that's a far area, loud, reload, all the modifiers. All right, cool. So you uh, you bust off three of them. Uh, so you've got four left, um, and they split. Two start just going away, and two are still coming for you guys. Um, okay, uh, where is Pete during all this, by the way? Pete is following the ice cream man, and we just haven't checked in with him yet. Right, okay. Or, sorry, the man that looks like an ice cream man. The man that looks <laughs> Not like... Not confirmed. Um, <laughs> the alleged ice so, cream man. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, 
Palace is going to try the um, stabbing thing again, the okay. kind of stab fishing maneuver again, um, okay. because she figures with only two of them there, she probably has a better chance. Okay. Um, so that is a nine plus uh, plus one, so ten. Um, so she tries to to stab the remaining two with her spear. All right, so for a 10, you are successful and you skewer them like a kebab. Now you have a a grub kebab and then the other two are gone. You don't see them anymore. Um, And it is at this point that Officer Calhoun pulls up with his uh, lights on um, he gets out of the car sees and he Buck with a huge gun. Does see Buck with a huge yeah. gun and he says, What what is going on here? Well, howdy there, pilgrim. Welcome to the ad break. It's your pod boss. It's your editor. It's your best friend, and it's your very late south-traveling boy, Colin Parker. That's right, I have returned from the south. I have returned from Texas and from Louisiana, and I have returned with this very suspicious accent. And I'm not going to keep it up the whole time, so let's just get right into everything that we need to get into, because, hey... You have already waited long enough for this episode. Now, I did actually want to really quickly um, comment on that. I do realize that at the end of the last episode, or not the end, but during this section on the last episode, I did mention the fact that this episode was probably going to be late. However, I am also willing to admit that I was wrong. I was still a couple days off. Um, When I initially was leaving, I believed that I was going to be home um, probably on Tuesday, and I was going to take a day, maybe even two to recover, because I knew that I was going to be doing a lot of driving over the course of that trip. However, um, my trip actually got extended, so not only was I gone longer, um, but it actually added about eight hours to my trip. Um, so, uh, eight hours of driving, rather. So, you know, basically, I just got home on the day that it was actually supposed to air originally. And I needed all of Friday to recuperate. And then Saturday was extra life for Rooster Teeth. And um, I mean, that's always such a great event. And it's for the kids. So, you know, you kind of got to participate, you got to be there. Um, and, uh, you know, and actually I did something for that with RT Austin the week before, but that's something that I'll get into on some other episode or something. Um, no, actually, you know, what? I'm just going to do it really quick right here because this is kind of actually the time to do it. Um, so I wanted to give a very quick thank you and shout out to the RT Austin community. Um, RT, if you are not aware, means rooster teeth. Uh, I was in Austin, Texas, visiting UT Austin, uh, which is definitely um, at the forefront of my mind right now. But uh, while I was there, I was talking to a friend from Austin, and um, I met them through uh, both RT-related content and also a band that we were both fans of. And um, basically, you know, we were talking a little bit about my trip, and they were like, hey, you should come out to the RT Austin uh, community extra live stream. 
uh, and you know participate and you can you know do things if you want to, whether that's tech or be on screen or whatever, you know, just come on by. And so I did, and I actually dedicated almost my entire day. Like I couldn't be there right when it started, but I got there as soon as I could. And I was there for 22 of the 25 hours of the stream. Um, and I was actually on air on a microphone for about 14 of those hours. Um, so I was there and very dedicated uh, to the cause. I love Extra Life. It is a wonderful cause. If you're not familiar with it, Extra Life is a um, program where people play games or do kind of like a variety show like thing like Rooster Teeth does during theirs uh, or during their mainstream, not during their community streams. Um, but essentially it is to, uh, help raise money for children's miracle network hospitals. Um, and it is such a wonderful thing to do. You know, you do as many things as you can to help raise money for the kids. And it was a true honor to be a part of the RT Austin stream, um, and to be a part of everything that they did, including actually being live streamed on Rooster Teeth's website, uh, for, uh, from about three to 4 PM CST. So that was a really great experience, um, and I met a lot of really wonderful community people and made some new friends, so that was just truly, truly what a wonderful thing to do and be a part of. Um, and so I'm just going to mention that because, you know, if you'd like to learn more about it, you can go to extralife.org uh, and learn more and see about, you know, if you want to participate in a future event or create one of your own or whatever. I know that we would really like to get one. Uh, going for us, it is just a little bit more difficult when we are all in completely separate states, but we're working on it. Um, I wanted to uh, basically come on to this ad break to apologize, though, for the lateness for the episode. Uh, but in a way, it really it just had to be done. I was traveling, doing a lot of really important things. And then when I got back, I needed to rest and I needed to get caught up on, uh, honestly, just so many things. And so, you know, it was it was just very important to me to not break my back to try and get this episode out because truthfully uh the music that i've written for this episode so far has been some of my favorite that i've written in a long time uh so it, it just goes to show that sometimes taking your time and just getting it out when you can or you know what i mean rather, rather than when you should i hope that makes sense basically it's just like you know take your time be safe um and sometimes you'll get a better product out of it um, I wanted to say thank you to Morgan for being a DM, for being the keeper for this arc. Uh, we are going to be doing a, a holiday special episode later uh, on this year. Um, I, if my math is correct, uh, this arc should come to a conclusion either the week before or the week of. Uh, so you'll probably be getting two episodes sort of back to back which is something that happened last year as well. Uh, in, in which case, if that, if that is indeed what we're going to end up having happen, and of course we will, you know, we'll talk about it more as we get closer to it. We will most likely take, uh, the beginning of the new year off for, for one episode, um, just to give myself and also everybody else some time to celebrate the holidays and see family. Um, speaking of family, uh, the next episode of Myth Takes is going to drop the week before Thanksgiving. Um, it's going to drop on the 21st. If you enjoy this show, please consider backing us on patreon.com slash the scavengers network. For just $2 a month, you get bonus content from this show and from many other shows. Uh, we are actually in the process of creating a 
slightly more structured release schedule for bonus content on the Patreon. Uh, and also, you know, the more backers that we get means the more time that we can spend on making things like bonus content and this show and all the other shows. Uh, so who knows, the more people that back us, the more likely that you'll get even more bonus content. Um, so, you know, like I said, $2 gets you access to just about everything. And of course, there's other tiers and it goes all the way up to mm, $5 billion. Um, so Bill Gates, if you want to, you know, you can drop $5 billion. I know you listen. So um, thank you so much for being a listener. But hey, man, you got you got some extra cash around. Why don't you uh, kick some our way? Uh, but like I said, patreon.com slash the scavengers network. It would really mean a lot to me to be able to do so much more than just keep the lights on. Um, you know, uh, basically like we're, we're covering the cost of being a company, uh, but we're, we're not making enough to really kind of make a, a dent in people's lives. Uh, and I would really love to be able to do that for the people here, because if you listen to this show, you can see just how much everybody works on, on their shows and just how much we love doing this and how much we love making this content for you and for ourselves. Um, so, uh, you know, if you could, you know, if you're, if you're a listener and you haven't backed us yet, it's just $2 a month. Again, we would super, super appreciate it. Um, and backers on the Patreon and also people who write to us on Twitter end up getting characters named for themselves. And speaking of the Twitter, you can follow us and tweet to us at MythTakesCast on Twitter. So write to us. Please let us know your conspiracy theories, your general theories. Let us know what you think about the monsters that we fought, what you want to see, what teams that you haven't seen happen yet, but that you would like to see. Um, so, uh, share us with some friends. Share us with some people that are on other actual play podcasts. Um, you know, we have collaborated with other people before, and we would love to have other people on the show. So anyway, one last time, that is at MythTakesCast. Um, you can also follow at ScavengersNet to follow for more information about the Scavengers Network and the wonderful shows that we make there. Uh, as of right now, uh, we actually have a brand new show on the network called Scavengers Hunt that I would like you to all go check out. It's going to be bi-weekly, and it's going to be different trios of different creators here on the network getting to know each other, and uh, I think it's just, I think it's really great. I think it's pure, wholesome, and absolutely lovely. So Scavengers Hunt, uh, you can find that on whatever podcatcher that you use. Um, and that's going to do it for us on this ad break. I apologize for how long it is, but we had a couple of little interesting things to talk about that I thought were important. And, you know, once again, I want to thank you for your patience. Um, like I said earlier, we will be coming to you one more time this month on the 21st. That episode will be out on time because I am back, uh, and I have t-shirts for everybody. Legally, I do have to let you know that I do not have t-shirts for everybody. Um, but hey, thank you so much for listening. Let's get back to this wonderful episode that Morgan, Beth, Alex, and Max have created. Pete, you ran out the front door when you saw uh, the man in the white sure dashing did. away. Uh, so you're following this guy and he, um, there's something weird about the way he's moving. It's like his legs 
don't have a like there's no knee it's like he has two <laughs> sticks for legs and he's just kind of like lurching along but really fast i'm calling it now we're doing a men in black <laughs> um, sugar in water yeah um, and so yeah so he's lurching along like that uh, toward back out the end of the cul-de-sac okay. uh, which coincidentally is near the ice cream truck so I'm assuming you're ready to catch up with him yes um, and you want to roll for that please I would love to okay that's an um, act under pressure I think act under pressure great yeah I got a nine and then um, that is, is a worse okay. outcome, hard choice, or price to pay for me. But you like. get plus one ongoing, right? Well, yes, but that was with the plus one. <laughs> oh, I see, I see, I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, you are following him. Um, so you're, this will be your, your choice. I don't know if this is really a hard choice, but um, he he's like it's a little bit hard to catch up with him which again is super sure. weird because he doesn't have knees apparently and um uh as you are running you run past some bushes on the side of the house and you hear this like weird squealing noise and you kind of out of the corner of your eye you see there are three grubs inching right towards you not oh, behind boy. you but like coming at you from the side so you can either deal with them or keep trying to flee and get him. Uh, but they're gaining on you extremely fast. Oh, jeez. Okay. Um, so Pete has a... Um, Pete has a natural attack. It's okay. a, a magical force. It's one harm magical close. Are they close enough to me that I could use that? Or would I have to like stop for a second and get into it with them? Um, no, yeah, they're, they're real close. Okay. Um, then Pete, you know, takes the, uh, the knuckles out of his, out of his pack or out of his, uh, pocket. And oh my God, they're for, magic knuckles. For a moment, you see <laughs> like a little bit of what looks like a crackle of electricity run through them. Ooh, uh, nice. I'm going to kick some ass. Awesome. Yeah, okay. Go ahead and Do roll it. that. Oh boy. I got a six. Oh no. <laughs> Hey, love so, that experience, though. Yeah, love get experience. that, mark that experience. Um, so he, you know, he does this badass thing with the knuckles, um, but the grubs are too fast, and they kind of dodge out of the way right as the magical force sort of penetrates the ground, like, just next to them. Okay. Um, and one of them uh, jumps at you for seven, so he does miss... Um, but now you've got one on one side of you and then two on the other side uh, going for you. Okay. Um, in this situation, I think um, since Pete is like all of his actions are informed by sort of a like uh, prey response. Right. Uh, in a situation like this, he's not going to fight. He's going to try and escape. Okay. Um, so... I guess that's an act under pressure then. Okay. And would this count as fleeing? Yes, absolutely. It would. Awesome. So I'm going to take a plus one <laughs> ongoing in addition to okay. my, oh God, I have plus two cool and plus one ongoing to flee. And I still only got six on this roll. <laughs> oh, you poor thing. So you uh, turn to run and trip on the, uh, like you're running out of the grass and right where the sidewalk starts, it's kind of raised a little bit. You trip on that uh, and fall to the ground, uh, taking one harm. Um, behind you, you can hear uh, the 
man is getting away. You hear the door of a truck open and slam and a truck turn on. Um, and then um, one of the grubs jumps at you again. And let me roll for a 10. So you oh. have a grub on your leg um, and it hurts really bad. He's biting you. Uh, go ahead and take one harm for that. Okay, cool. Uh, now what? <laughs> so Pete's going to go for the grub with his um, with his attack. Okay. And let's see what we got here. Uh, roll to kick some ass. I got an eight. An eight. Okay. Um, so that is a mixed success. Um, I'm just going to give you that one because you already got one harm from him. So, okay. <laughs> um, so you you dispatch that one that was on your leg. Um, actually, no. I'm sorry. Let me take that back. A mixed success would be you keep the one on your leg, but you get a different one. Um, there was another one coming up to jump on you, and you okay. you got him. He flops to the ground, lifeless. Um, so you have two grubs left, um, and we are going to cut back to um, Buck and Palace. Um, so you. So Officer Calhoun sees you, Buck, with the uh, gun, and he kind of starts reaching for his own, and then he sees um, the man uh, on the ground and just kind of stops what he's doing and runs over, and he's like, "What? What? what is happening right now? We we have no idea. We heard so we were checking out the model house. We heard screaming. We came over. We saw grubs in this house with these people. We pulled them out, and we also saw the ice cream guy running through the backyard. So and our buddy went that way. So we don't know where he is. Um, we took care of some of the grubs. We have uh, this guy here has a grub in his leg somehow. I don't know how he's doing, but that's the situation. It is at this point that you hear the sound of a truck ignition turning on um you turn to see uh the man who you can now surmise as tony has gotten into the ice cream truck uh and turned it on and is driving away do you do anything so i i have a hunting rifle on me but <laughs> I don't, so I, I, many guns <laughs> I, I don't know guns. if i could shoot out a, i have a lot of guns i don't know if i could shoot out a tire or something yeah, or that like, would be an extremely difficult uh, yeah. shot to get. So that would be the so same. Uh, same yeah. can be said for Palace trying to throw her spear. Yeah, um, I feel like Buck's immediate concern is the guy with the uh, with the grub still in his leg. Okay. So um, Buck is going to see if there's a way that he can potentially help this guy to get the grub fully out of his leg and to see if there's any way he could help him so i think running a help out would be a good move okay um go ahead and roll for that and while you're rolling so officer calhoun sees this all happening and he's like ah sh shit okay uh oh god okay i'm just gonna i'll get a paramedic let's see if we can just help this guy out uh and we'll ask them what happened i ah man i really okay we'll we'll find him later yeah. we're gonna find him and he just lets him go and then um, he so goes back to nine. his car to start calling a paramedic. Okay. Um, you got a nine, so that's a mixed six. No, is that a success? That's a success. I'm sorry. That, that is a, that is a, that's a mix. Plus one. Yeah, that's a mix. Okay. Um, so what's your plan? Like, how are you going to get this thing out? What's your plan here? So I imagine with all the guns that Buck has, he probably has, like, at least some kind of, like, utility knife or something, not to, like, 
do any damage, but just like if he needs it in a pinch, for mm-hmm. whether or if it's like for a medical thing, he could just cut something really quick. So how much of the uh, grub is still exposed? Mm, like half of it, so it's probably like four inches. So I imagine he would probably find, look for a spot that is like a fleshy spot that isn't fully exposed, and he would stab it and try and just pull it out. Okay. Um, so on a mixed success, you do stab it, um, and as you're pulling it out, the man, you know, he lets out the scream. He's grasping at the the grass, uh, you yeah. know, under his hands, um, and you are able to get some of it out, but not all of it, leaving a big bloody wound with some nasty grub pus kind of leaking out too. Uh, sorry guys. Um, and, uh, and you, you kind of, you know, flop the, the half of the grub that you got out, but there, nothing's moving anymore. So everything is still, um, the man kind of his breathing starts to return to normal. Um, so you can tell that you were able to, uh, you know, stop the pain of whatever's happening. Um, however, Um, it's probably going to need some actual, you know, surgical help to, to fix everything. Um, yeah, but, uh, he seems to be returning back to normal. And then the woman, um, also seems to be calming down and, you know, she's still kind of clutching her broom and she says, who, who are you people? So weird. Well, at least I'm, I'm from a group called the agency. Um, again, that's kind of tongue in cheek, but that's a whole, that's a whole joke there. Not the time for that. Uh, so basically there's something weird going on here. We're here to investigate it and it looks like we're in the middle of it right now. Um, yeah. So I am palace of Thebes. Yeah. Okay. And K. Yeah. So sorry to literally come in all guns, Blazing, that's kind of what I do, but, yeah. You, you saved us, I just, uh, what, thank you, I, I don't, I've never seen anything like this before, I don't even, I, uh, I, I don't know what's going on, and, and after Timmy, we haven't seen him in, in days, and, and now this is happening, and she kind of starts, like, blubbering, and she's gonna start crying. Buck is gonna put a hand on this lady's shoulder and not tell her to stop. But it's like, hey, hey, and, and I'm sure the lady kind of gives him a look for a second because she thinks she's going to be told to stop again. It's like, hey, right. it, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. We're going to figure it out. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Just, like, trying to placate her. Okay. What happened here? Uh, well, um, well, we, well, we were just, you know, going about our day. I mean, things have been, you know, so hard since, since Timmy has gone missing and and just suddenly there was a, a a crash and all these things were just everywhere and 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 they they attacked John and and I didn't know what to do when when did they when did the crash happen uh, I mean maybe less than 10 minutes ago I think they came in through the window or something. Did you see anything happen before this? Was anything going on? Was there anything strange? Should I, is this investigative mystery? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, that is a six plus one. So seven. Okay. So she's just shaking her head. Um, 
just shaking her head and I, I I didn't I didn't see anything I don't everything just seemed normal and then I, I don't know um palace um picks up the grub that she got out of her leg and kind of turns it over in her hand and looks at it and says are these common in 2019 (laughs) (laughs) the lady doesn't say anything she just looks at buck and is like what (laughs) Uh, buck just shrugs like i i literally just met this woman i don't know well, she was. I, I, I think she was more aiming it at Buck because she. You're the only person here who knows that she's not from 2019. But uh, I guess the question should be answered by anyone. But um, but kind of like turns, t- turn like just slowly kind of turns to no, no, they're not. No, they're not common. All she, right, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> she um. She kind of just like is rotating it in her hand and just staring at it and says, I don't recognize it either. All right. So at this point, we're going to go back to Pete. I want to resolve that. Sure. I think at this juncture, Pete Mm -hmm. would be screaming for help. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Perfect. So you had, yeah, you've got a grub on your leg and then there was another one just kind of like, I don't know, standing next to you, hissing. You're on the ground. Oh, jeez. Palace. Buck. Uh, Palace drops the grub and kind of, um, is there a fence in the yard? Can she head around the house or should she go through it? Um, there's no fence. Like you just have to turn the side of the house and you'll, you'll see him. He's just like right on the side of the house there. So, so she, uh, she just kind of circumvents the house. Okay. And, uh, and sees him. And there is a grub, uh, furiously wiggling on Pete's leg, and then there is another one uh, advancing on him on the other side of him. I'm about to get eaten over here. Uh, she, sorry. Uh, she, um, she kind of sprints in and starts uh, hacking. Sorry, did they, are they, how many, is there just one there's on sh- him? There's two, yeah. There's one on two. him, one not on him. Okay. So she's going to try to kebab the um, one not on him with her sword. Okay. Um, and that is a twelve. Cool. Nice. Okay. So easily you you kebab it. It's it's yeah. dead. Um, and uh, and that's that. Uh, Pete, you're gonna go ahead and take uh, one harm uh, as your Oof. leg starts feeling like it is just on fire. It is searing pain. Okay. Um, it hurts real bad, and that thing is latched on hard right now. Uh, uh, can I try to? I think he might try to punch it. Okay. Sort of reflexively while he's uh, while it's on him. Sure. Oh boy, that's a twelve. Ooh. Perfect. All right, nice. you punch it, and it dies. Home run. Great. <laughs> so um, as you punch it, uh, you know that's enough to kind of knock it off, and uh, it just kind of flops over. Lifeless, you've got a big circle, uh, you know, kind of like a leech, but really big. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Maybe the size of your fist, a big circle, uh, bite marks oh, on your, your leg there. Um, and yeah, oh, these so pants that's... were secondhand. Oh, jeez. 
So um, it is at this point that the paramedics do show up and they are uh, uh, attending to the man on the ground uh, who you surmise is the husband of the lady um, and Officer Calhoun's talking to them. Um, What are you guys going to do now? Uh, Palace Buck, the guy, I saw him, uh, he got away, uh, but but I heard him turn the, the truck on. Yes, the Tony, the Tony, the Tony was running. And uh, these grubs, they came out and they gave me a hard time, but I heard him get in the car and uh, turn it on. So I don't know. Did you did, did you did you see anything? Yeah, yeah. We actually uh, he actually we weirdly truck? enough went back into the same ice cream truck um, that Callus like you may have. I don't know. It kind of all happened right there at the same time. So, yeah, yeah maybe. Uh, would it be the I same ice cream truck, truck that Palace uh, ripped open? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. okay um, yes, the truck. The the truck. It it went away. It it, it went um, down the street. It went um, out of the complex, like towards that direction, out of the something out of the neighborhood. There was something about that guy that wasn't right. Uh, he he was walking funny. His I don't know, man. Didn't look human to me. Kirby walking into the kitchen wearing a sleep cap. Kirby, did you steal the microwave? <laughs> oh, hello there, gentle listener. I didn't hear you there. You caught me reading the longest written work in the English language, The Subspace Emissary's World's Conquest, a Super Smash Brothers fan fiction. But let's set that aside for now. To advertise our podcast. Hi. I'm Beth. And I'm Max. And we're the hosts of Fan Ball, a podcast about fandom, their history and culture. The people and things they create. And everything in between. Listen bi-weekly on Wednesdays on the Scavengers Network or wherever you find your podcasts. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.